Welcome back to another audio podcast from the Line Movers Network. As always, thank you for joining us today. You can check out all of our content on thelinemovers.net. Be sure to follow along on Twitter at the underscore LM Network for all your up-to-the-minute gambling needs. We appreciate your continued support. Hey, we're back for Dover Week at Line Movers. Got the winner last week, Guy Ross Chastain. Second win this season, second career win for Chastain, and second win at a big number. We prescribed it to you early week at 3,535 to 1 but not big enough units. We had a we had a plus week, but not the kind of plus week we deserve when we had a 35 to 1 winner. And I think we're going to make some changes card-wise going on the rest of the season. Um we got to be more confident in our winners and our bets to win. Um 10 races so far this year. We had the winner in four of them. Gave them to you early week at really 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 good odds, really long odds, and you've had winners now twice on Chastain, once on Bowman at Vegas in the 2000 area. And Briscoe, we got him at 6000 for Phoenix when he went on to win his first career cup race. We've given you four of the longest shots season. Yeah, those are the four uh, four of the five longest winners on the season come from here. It's been a weird year. Um, obviously, we're plus for the year, 10 cup races, six trucks. One more trucks as the summer gets going with some warm weather. But they intentionally ratchet those down in the spring. Um, Dover will not be warm. Uh, it'll be fast, hopefully, on uh, on Sunday, 3 o'clock. But the average winner this year has paid 26 to 1. 2600 if you got if you shopping at the early week line when we prescribe it or if you look at the opening lines like we do on Monday and Tuesday the average winner of the 10 races this year has paid 2670 so nearly 27 to 1 uh the four winners you've gotten from us you've gotten Chastain twice on the road course and then uh this past week you got Bowman at Vegas you got Briscoe at Phoenix the other ones, uh, when things stayed chalkier, we weren't there. So I'd win in weeks for the most part, other than Atlanta. I, I want to forget Atlanta. But the rest of the year, um, Hamlin a winner at Richmond around 1,200. Uh, I mentioned that Atlanta week. I didn't like Byron as a winner. I think he was around 1,500 that week. Larson a winner early season to Fontana at Cal, 600. Uh, Byron also a winner at Martinsville. By then, he'd gotten more expensive. He was at 1,200. Kyle Busch stole the dirt race at Bristol. Came from out of nowhere, third when first and second wreck, and he wanted about 1600 1700 And Austin Sendrick at Daytona, the rookie, he won at Daytona and pretty much has not been seen since. It's been kind of a disappearing act for the Penske guys, but he paid $5,000. Uh, he may have gotten more expensive than that, but 5000 is where he was at Daytona, and he just cruised in that thing. And we really actually like him, really like him at Dover, and we're going to do that for the weekend. Dover, though is all about chalk. There's so much chalk at Dover. And to kind of give you the history at Dover, you start out front or you don't win. Um, Something like out of the 22 of the last 23 races, the winner has started in the top eight. So this will be a race where we're going to buy our long shots now, early week as we always do on, on Monday or Tuesday. And then qualifying, we may get a surprise. And one or more of those guys may go real fast and get real expensive. But the top of this leaderboard is going to stay expensive. Uh, and they've earned it. But it's going to be the leading Toyotas. It's going to be the Hendrick Chevys. And then we'll see if any of our long shots get up there. But essentially, if you don't start in the top eight at Dover, um, kind of mail it in. Uh, it's been a Hendrick track. It's been a Toyota track. Hendrick has 15 wins since the year 2000. My cat agrees with that. Um, and a lot of those wins, though, were by guys who were gone. Gordon, Jimmy Johnson. Uh, Dale Jr. was never any good here. He was never good at Dover. Dover is a bank track, a very fast track. It's a full mile. 
Uh, they're running on the common engine packages here, 670 horsepower. It's actually down on horsepower uh, from last year, I believe. There's certain strata drivers that are better at higher bank tracks, um, but it's not a real, real good specialty to use for modeling. Um, guys who are good at Homestead, guys who are good at Darlington, guys who are good here at Dover, it turns like Martinsville in that you are so fast. You qualify in the 150s in Cup, and you get to the turn so quickly. Even though this track is a mile, not a half mile, like a Martinsville or a Bristol, you're going so much faster. The turns and reaction times are very similar. So a driver who is a great rhythm driver, for lack of a better better description, a guy who's used to making those turns very, very quickly and handles that very well, is going to be a guy who's been great here. Um, Truex has been great. Truex is from New Jersey. This is essentially the closest track or considered a home track for Martin Truex, and he's been really, really good here. Uh, we've gotten the first round of picks out if you're a subscriber. Um, we'll drop a few secrets here in the chat, so to speak, but we've given you that list, and Truex is early. Um, he'll be a guy who may get much better in qualifying, but even if he doesn't, he's not going to get any cheaper than where he is now. He's eight or 900 most places. He's 1,200 at DraftKings. Buy him. Here's why. Martin Truex has been just fantastic in Dover in history. Last year, he finished a lap down, first car in the lap, on the lap down. Prior to that, prior four races, win, three seconds. His average finish in those four races, 1.75. That's a ludicrous, ludicrous number. Martin Truex is great here, and if you trust the Toyotas, and I think we're starting to now a little more um, after this past week's race, I think we trust those guys a little more to be good at normal tracks. This is Dover's as normal and clean a track as it gets. Um, and again, you've got to start up front. That's really big part here. Truex is one of the few guys who can come through this field. If he gets stuck starting 20th or 25th, I'm not down on him, but he'll have to work a lot harder. Um, there are guys who can get through this field. Truex has done it before. Um, Elliott's done it before, but Chase Elliott tends to wreck a lot when he's here. So let's look at kind of the scout, see what's happened here at uh, at Dover before. Last year, Bowman, a winner, led nearly 100 laps. Larson second, Elliott third, Byron fourth. This is when the Hendrick cars were essentially at their apex <clears throat> last year. They only ran Dover once. Um, Hendrick cars one through four. That's ludicrous, followed by Logano. And they led almost all the laps. And look at this chart. Truex led some laps early and then got lapped down on pit strategy. I believe finished 19th with 16 laps led. But he was the only other car that was even vaguely competent. Uh, guys we like and talk about and, and are, were fast at Dover. Have something looking at Dover. Suarez, top 10. Cole Custer, top 10. And Cole Custer's a dart we will be throwing this week because he's got a couple ludicrously out-of-line lines to win He's shown some speed of late, and Cole Custer is really good here. Let's go back last few Dover races. In 2020, they raced twice, back-to-back, -back, shorter race, only ran 311 laps instead of 400. Uh, Harvick won one, Hamlin won the other. Truex was second in both, led a bunch of laps in one of them. Uh, Kyle Busch was good there, top 10 both days. Again, you ran these things back-to-back, 300-plus -back, miles on consecutive days. But the Hendrick cars were not nearly as dominant. Byron and Bowman were top five and one. Elliott was top five in the other, but it was not the complete blowout performance they had in 2021 where they just dominated. And in both those races, Custer, I mentioned Custer, 10th in one, 11th in the other. Cole Custer, yes, the Ford. And I don't like Fords here. Fords haven't won here in a long time. It's been 10 or 15 years. When Keselowski won, Penske was still in a dodge in 2012. That's how far back, how far back we go with this. But Fords have been just absolutely smurfly 
terrible at Dover, mostly irrelevant. Recent Dover history of guys who are running now and have won at Dover. Bowman's got one. Hamlin's got one. Larson got one in 2019 with Ganassi. Elliott got one in 2018. Harvick is good here. Uh, this is a technique track. We'll probably want to see you bet, bet him in a top 10 this week, depending on where the line kicks in. Best lines will be at Barstow, I assume. He has three wins here, 2015, 18, and 20. He dominated in, uh, in 2020. Uh, Keselowski won in a Dodge. Remember Dodge in 2012. Kurt Busch, 2011, a win. Kyle Busch, 08 and 017. And Truex, who is my pick to click right now if the Hendrick cars don't click. It's basically all the Hendricks. Truex, and these long shots we're going to talk about, Truex a winner three times, 2019, 2016, and 2007. He's also a winner twice in Xfinity. Truex, Hamlin, Kyle Busch have been to win nine of these in Xfinity. Speaking of the Toyota guys and speaking of the Toyotas from Gibbs, Chris Bell won here twice in Xfinity. He's been terrible here so far in Cup. But he won in Xfinity in 2018, 2019. He could be a fast qualifier a guy who's at 2500 now and gets way more expensive if he qualifies this thing up high. Custer won here in Xfinity. Keep an eye on him. Briscoe won in 2020, and Cindric won in 2021. And right now, these three or four guys, the last five top guys come out of Xfinity, all feel like a threat to me. And they've all won in Cup, really, except for Custer. Custer, Briscoe, Cindric, Bell. Reddick was a winner here in Truck. That was a long time ago, and this is not one of his best spots. Reddick and Briscoe have won here, but this is not their best track or best track technique. I look at Briscoe and Reddick, I want to see him qualify first. I don't want to buy him right now because you're to the point, the books are now way too into Briscoe, Reddick, and Chastain. And all three of those guys are good and they're in good equipment, but none have had a great record of being awesome here, especially in Cup, and none have a great record of qualifying here. So if they go out and qualify well, I'm not sure they're going to get much more expensive, but they can get cheaper. And if they get cheaper, it means they qualified terribly. And if you don't qualify in the top eight here, you're probably jammed up. So as much as I've been auto-betting Reddick, Briscoe, and Chastain to a great extent almost every week, this may be the one week that is chalky. And if they don't qualify in the top 10 or 12, I have real questions. There will be in-race bets only. I know I prescribed Briscoe to subscribers. Uh, he was way, way, way off on a line at one book. He was much cheaper at Caesar, and that's why I gave him to you as a dart there. But I would not take him at 2000 or more expensive. No, 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 no. Wait on those guys. Um, in terms of these other races, you know, we're talking about the cup, cup preview here. Who's won here? Not a lot of other surprises. It's been a steady diet of Truex and the Chevys. Hamlin won the first race in 2020. Mentioned Larson won the race in the fall of 2019 and missed the 2020 races. But listen to some of these dominance numbers at, uh, at Dover for some of these guys. That's, that's what's so crazy about this. Um, mentioned Truex. Average finish 1.75 over his last four, if you take out the wreck, wreck year last year where he was down lap. Okay, Bowman won the last race here. His average finish, 2.5 in his last four event-free cup starts. Larson, average finish in his last three cup starts at Dover, 2.0, including a win. Uh, that's monstrous. Elliott's been good here, 4.3 average finish in his last three cup stops, but in his last five, that includes two wrecks. He's gotten torn up. And Byron, kind of the same deal. Not as good, but he's been so good this year. I mean, to me, these guys are all four about equal or pretty close. Byron's average finish is 7.0 in his last four cup starts here with one wreck. But they're expensive and for good reason. If you go across the board, Larson's best price is 500 Elliott's best price is 900 Byron's best price is 900 Bowman's best price is 1200 MGM if that's still there. 
But <clears throat> you may be looking at a Hendrick team bet um, this week that's, you know, plus 200 or probably less. We'll see how they price that up. Um, if you try, if you just want to go, you know, risk averse, take all four of those guys, assuming one of them will win. Uh, beyond that, Hamlin, 1100, 1200. Blaney, who's never been good here, 1200 across the board. Truex, again, he may move in qualifying. Uh, 1200 DK and FanDuel, more expensive, as expensive as 750 at Caesar. The books know he's good, and that's going to move. And if he qualifies well, it moves. And if he doesn't qualify well, it's not going to get cheaper than 1200. If you're going to buy Truex, buy him now. Uh, Logano, good here in Xfinity, never won in Cup, just consistent. He's boring. You assume he's going to finish sixth every time and be around for the playoffs. He's 12, 1300 area. Harvick, between 12 and 1500. Again, a winner in 2020. Looking at a top 10 for him. Be looking for top 10s in Kyle Busch. Uh, winner at Bristol Dirt, 1400 is his cheapest line. Then you got this group I've mentioned, all these guys that are young and hot right now. Chastain and Reddick, both in the 1600 area. Uh, Reddick hasn't won yet. Chastain's won two. Briscoe's 2,000 most stops, 2,800 at Caesar, 2,500 at points bet. But again, I just don't want to overpay for him. I think 2,000 is a little high. If he could still get 2,800, I'd nibble. Um, Bell could do really well in qualifying, and he's basically 2,500 across the board. He's won here a couple times in Xfinity. Beyond that, Keselowski's slow everywhere right now. He's good at this track back when he had good equipment. Um, darts were firing. Suarez. Um, in Vegas, he's 8,000 if you're at Westgate. Go there right now. Uh, best price you can get on line six thousand at Caesars and Points Bet. This is one of his best tracks. He's he and Custer have been throwing up top tens and good finishes here, and even occasionally leading laps and getting no respect. And Suarez, you know, we thought he might break through before Chastain. He didn't, but I'll take Suarez all day at six thousand. So buy yourself a tenth or a quarter of that. That was in our early card. We may add to it. Uh, Kurt Busch won here fifteen years ago. He's five thousand across the board. Austin Dillon's. Not wrecked here, but he's not won or come close here. I'd avoid that. I'm going to dab on Austin Cindric. 70 to 1, 7,000 points bet. One at Daytona has been terrible since, but in Xfinity, he's really good here. And one of those rhythm drivers is so technically proficient, technically perfect. This might be the right week for something good to happen to him. Obviously, you don't have to bet him to win if you don't want to. You might want to look him in some matchups against guys from the middle of the field who aren't any good. Um, but Cindric. His average finish is two and a half in his last four Xfinity races, um, period, including a win last year in 2021 before he moved up to Cup. Austin Cindric, this is a really good place for him. Say fast, clean, technique track. I know he's been garbage for a month and a half, but it's 70 to 1, nibble. Please, please, please nibble on Austin Cindric. Um, look at the rest of this, the rest of this card. Below that, Eric Jones almost won the race last week. He's been good here. He's won an Xfinity race. He is 12,500 a points bet and 10,000 a couple other places. Nibble on Eric Jones every week until we tell you to stop. He's good. Darlington is his best track, so get ready for that next week. But go buy Eric Jones. I know it's a dart, but damn it, go buy some Eric Jones. And again, same thing. If you don't want to buy him at 100 to 1 and, and nibble on that, then play him in some matchups and stuff. But Eric Jones, dude should have won the race last week. This was it. This I don't understand why he's priced this way. Uh, same thing for Cole Custer, who we laugh at as being the fourth-best car at Stuart Haas. This might be his best track. I know he won at Kentucky a couple years ago. This track, he has three straight finishes of essentially 10, 10 and a half. Um, he's 200 to 1 at Caesars. He's 150 to 1 at points bet. Nibble, because again, if you get a surprise or if he qualifies hot, 
He'll go from 200 to 1 to 80 to 1 or 50 to 1. And you might even be able to cash out early, just double your money on that. But buy some Cole Custer at 200 to 1 or 150 to 1. Again, nibble. This is not a place that produces upset winners, but I'm setting you up for closing line value, especially if there's good qualifying. And oh, by the way, Chalk hasn't won this year. The average winner this season in Cup is 26 to 1. So these things keep happening. You're not locked into the top seven cars and nobody else, even at Dover, one of the chalkiest tracks in the whole business. Uh, beyond that, might nibble on Almarola, although he's not been that good here. Just another guy. I see a price out there. I see a price over 101. Um, might be a nibble. Beyond that, nothing I like here. Might like some match. We'll talk matchups later, later in the week. Um, I don't see a ton yet already. Caesar and, and DK and the featured matchups are out. Um, Truex is in the featured matchups. I like him in a bunch of these. Um, yeah, I like him in a bunch of these. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about matchups later in the week, obviously. Um, Xfinity race, Saturday at 3. Shorter race. Uh, just 200 laps, I think, or is it 200K, which would be even less. Regardless, a very short race. Um, technique track, widely divergent pricing between Caesar and DK, the only ones that are up right now. The only thing that jumps out of me early for Xfinity Dover, we'll play some matchups. I'm not playing much to win here. Xfinity's been my weakest card this year, and I'm sorry about that. I've, trucks have been great. Xfinity, I always feel like um, there's five good five good cars, and I pick top fives, and, and the weeks I pick them, they don't work. I, I just I don't feel – I don't know what's going on with the top of this field. I know the back of the field. Uh, we do great with the matchups, the guys who are deeper than the 10th place car. But these top five cars, I, just, I know where they're going to be. I just can't pick the order they're in, I guess. The only thing I like, Josh Berry. Uh, 10 to 1 at DK to win, which is way cheaper than 650 at Caesars. Um, second place last year in Xfinity. Did a full race in Cup, got more track time in. And this is like Big Martinsville. Josh Berry is the best driver maybe in Xfinity at Martinsville. This is just Big Martinsville. Same technique, same timing. I'll be curious if everybody shifts at this track. Well, that's a, it's a Chase Briscoe question. But buy Barry at 10 to 1 at DK and cheaper if you see it premier anywhere else. But I don't know that it'll get any cheaper. These guys really did not agree on their lines this week. Uh, Caesars and DK. Uh, the top, there's differences. In the middle, there's there's substantial differences. Again, I'm a Chandler Smith stand. He's six thousand at Caesar, three thousand at DK. Nibble maybe a tiny bit on Chandler Smith. This is a good track for Ryan Sieg. He's been consistently top nine, ten, eleven here. Look for him in matchups. I love him in matchups. I love Brett Moffat here <clears throat> in matchups. He won't win. He's won here in truck. He's been great here in truck. Um, look for him in matchups. Again, big divergence. 100 to 1 at Caesar, 35 to 1 at DK. Um, look for Moffat in matchups. I don't think he'd win. I'll, you know, I'll put a penny on Caesars at 100 to 1. Uh, Parker Ratzlaff, the guy from, again, online racing, dude, little dude from Wisconsin with funny glasses. Um, he's 150 to 1 at Caesar, 200 to 1 at DK. This is a rhythm track. And if you have a day where he doesn't get wrecked, I mean, this is a long shot. I really, really like, again, just a one or one or two cents. You know, nickel, nickel or less, so to speak, 20th of a unit, 40th of a unit. But Parker Rett's left at, at 200 to 1 or 150 to 1. I would nibble on that in a very tiny way. And again, wait for matchups to come out and see if he gets a matchup. Um, the overseas guy, especially Bet US, will go deep enough into this list to find matchups for a guy like Retzleff, a guy from a guy like Moffat. The other one I love that's totally mispriced is Anthony Alfredo. Uh, been good the last few weeks. Uh, been good at Xfinity. Been good at this track. Again, like Moffat. Right around that tenth place finish area, a couple times here, big pricing differential: fifty to one at DK, three hundred to one at Caesars. Put a penny on that. Put something tiny, but look for him again in good equipment this week. Uh, look for him in matchups over someone who's not fast, uh, a Clements or a Jeb Burton 
or someone like that, maybe a Brandon Brown. Um, I know they're not going to win, but I'd just like to have a tiny, tiny, tiny piece of Rhett's left and Alfredo at these ludicrous 200-1, 300-1 lines, Moffat at 100-1. Um, yeah, bye, Barry. Hopefully that's your winner. Almondinger, yeah. John Hunter Nemechek's racing this weekend. He's not fast at Dover. It's one of his worst tracks. Gragson's never been very good here. Allgaier's good, but I don't trust him. And Gibbs is fast everywhere, but he's priced like it. He's 400 and 500. So forget that. That's, uh, that's a little hot right now. So we'll get back later in the week. Subs, look for matchups. We're going to cut down the middle of this card this week. A lot less top three, top five nonsense. We're going to dabble a little top ten. A lot of matchups. Um probably avoid the pole qualifying's back at DK. If you were good at that last week, um, we had Hemrick at 200 to one. He got third, didn't get the pole, got third, but, uh, that would have been a nice little payout on a tiny little bet out of that one. So may dabble with that stuff, but we're going to thin the card out. We're going to put more on our, our bets to win. Cause we've been good at it. Four long shots out of 10 to win so far this year. And we just need to focus on that. I card was too big. Did not have confidence. In my winners, Dabbling too much. No, we're going to get some winners. And it starts with Truax this week and all the Hendrick cars after qualifying, but I probably wouldn't buy them now. The price is not going to change. Everyone assumes they're going to be in the top five, and as long as they're close, those expensive prices won't change. So anyway, get your stuff down. Get your long shots. Get you some Jones. Get you some Custer. Get you some Cendric. Get you some Suarez. And we'll get you this weekend on Line Movers. That's all for now. Until next time, be sure to check out our video podcast as well on our website, if you have any questions or requests, send them our way at the underscore LM Network Twitter page or visit the contact page at thelinemovers.net. Thanks for listening and all your support.